What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to the show. And for all the new listeners out there, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on at Facebook at Ball Don't Lie. That's spelled B-A-L-L-D-N-T-L-I-E. Currently right now we're on YouTube. We're on IGTV. So if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and hit that like button. It helps a lot on the YouTube algorithm. And if you want to go the audio route, you can you can uh, follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on SoundCloud. And soon to be, we'll be on Apple Podcasts. And for the ones that we're watching, we're listening, can't thank y'all enough. I appreciate the support. For real. Right now, we're going to talk about the NBA NBA Finals. This is episode five. So we're going to talk about game five. It's crazy how it links up together, right? Man, what a game. What a game. And before we kind of get into all that, we got some breaking news. I don't know if y'all heard. Last year, China banned the NBA because of what the GM of the Rockets said last year. So that China said, you know what? No NBA games for the year. And as of before game five, I, I kicked off. China CCTV finally said, you know what? We're going to lift the band and allow game five in China to be, to be streamed, to be viewed and watched. And wow. They haven't seen basketball in a year. And look what happened. Game five was terrific. Amazing. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat the whole night. It was a wild game. A thriller. So I hope everybody in China enjoyed it. Other news coming out from Dallas. Dallas Mavericks. Christoph Przingis had a knee surgery. So we don't know what the timetable is going to be like. Because season starts off in, what, two months? So we'll see what happens with Christoph Bissingas and the Dallas Mavericks. They do need him for sure. But he's always getting injured. It seems like he's getting uh, surgeries a lot, especially after he tore his ACL. Well, enough of all that. Let's get back into the NBA Finals. That's what we're here to talk about. Like I said from the last episode, it's going to be a crazy game. And I thought the Lakers would close it out. Tough stretch at the end. We'll get into that later on. First half was a buzz. Like I said, I was on the edge of the seat. Watching with Laker fans. They're in my ear. I'm in their ear. You know, LeBron and Jimmy Butler going at it as far as performance-wise. And Jimmy, what a half he had. He shot 70% in the first half. I think he had like 17 points or something like that. And what's the... What's even more of a crazy stat is that Jimmy actually shot or assisted on 38 of the 60 points in the first half. Dude was pretty much involved in all the points. So I tip my hat off to him because almost 40 points he either scored or he assisted on. And what a night he had. Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Jimmy Buckets. A.K.A. 
Big Face Coffee. I bet you his service is still extended. Get some coffee tomorrow. $20 a cup. You know the deal. But going back on Jimmy, he had a crazy night. 35 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 5 steals, 1 block. Shot 50, 57% from the field goal. And what I mean, what a crazy night he had. 12 free throws. Even the ones down at the clutch times, he hit 2 to pretty much seal it. I think actually Tyler Hero did, but those two buckets came. And it put him up by, I believe, a points, or they tied the game, one of them. He put out, he, I mean, he was, he was on fire. Boy was in the clinic cooking. They had no answer for him. He was pretty much doing damn near everything. Collapsing in defense, picking rolls, taking tough fadeaways. Jacked up the three in AD's face in the first half. We'll speak about AD and his performance in a moment. But Jimmy couldn't do without his guys. His goons from Day County. Like how Perkins said. Duncan, back-to-back games, played well. And today, he played great. He shot 7 for 13 from the three-point land. Had 26 points. And I'm looking at the stats right now. He played well. Crowder came with 11 points. Bam had 13 points. Like I said, Jimmy, or it's not Jimmy, Duncan Robinson had 26 points. Tyler Hero played somewhat under par, but he, he hit over double digits, 12 points. And the one that I've been calling out for him, other than Duncan Robinson, to perform and show up in a way, it's Kendrick Nunn. The way he was just on the court, savvy, smooth, no, like, wasn't even worried about the limelight. He took some some bangers from threes, some bangers. He played great. Iguodala played 20 minutes, zero points, but he was out there for defensive reasons, like I said. He had a couple good shots, missed them. But he played, you know, he played well on defense. We have one, two, three, four, five, six guys in double digits. And I believe the Lakers only had three. Outside of LeBron James and AD, KCP has 16 points. Outside of that, nothing. Guys played heavy minutes and didn't do nothing. Matter of fact, let's speak about the Lakers right now. Because like I said, every time the team that loses, we speak more about them than actually winning the team. If I tip my hat off Miami, they played well. They ain't going home. They ain't leaving yet. Game six on Sunday. Anthony Davis, 28 points, 12 boards. And a lot, people said on Twitter that, oh, you know what? He had a bum ankle. He could have did more. Yeah, I agree to a certain degree. Dude was hurt. He's playing through it. I tip my hat off to him. It's NBA Finals. An ankle? Come on. You got to play through it. And he did. And outside of him, LeBron James had 40, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, played 42 minutes, the same as AD, 42 minutes. But the other guys, KCP gave you 16 points. But the other guys, Dwight Howard, 15 minutes, double tech, or you got a tech on yourself, the Jimmy Butler little thing, the little scuffle they had, 15 points. Two rebounds, two points. Wow. I I give all the credit to Coach Spo. He took Dwight 
out of the series. This right here solidified it. This solidified it. And it, and Miami played small. Bam at the center and crowd at the four. And Miami only went seven deep in the rotation. And I think the, the Lakers used four guys off the bench. And the only ones that came off the bench for the Heat was Kendrick Nunn and Andre Iguodala. And both had impacts in the game. Dwight Howard, 15 minutes, two points. I don't know if you can say he's washed. He plays okay in his role, but this is unacceptable from your end, bro. You're out there playing, you know, trying to antagonize people, get in their heads. Even Coach Vogels after game one, hey, all this antics got to stop. You trying to pick and pull players and get in their head and, you know, jabbing on the court. He told him to stop after game one, and he did for a little bit, and then he came back to himself. I don't know if he's too excited to win. Well, enough about him. Danny Green, eight points. Kyle Kuzma and Keith, who is Mark Keith Morris. Both those guys at the last seconds had a terrible position. Terrible position to be in. And both of them combined for a little, little less than 50 minutes, 22 minutes each, basically. And then they both combined for seven points. Markeith only had three shots, zero points, and he played 22 minutes or 23 minutes. And Danny Green played 23 minutes or so around there, 22 minutes, and had seven points. So, yeah. The Heat did a great job of keeping those guys on the wrap. Rondo, like I said, Rondo, he's a factor, too. Baby Braun, he had five boards, five assists, four points, 18 minutes. He played okay. He made some some tough decision, uh, tough uh, mistakes down the road and down in the game. But the Lakers, man, I mean, LeBron's giving you 40 points. And, and LeBron played great, super great. I think he was six for eight from the three-point land, just launching it from deep. From 30 plus, going inside, creating for other guys. AD was a factor too, somewhat. But the other guys got to show up. And like I said, Miami did everything in their power to limit these guys to kill them. Because like I said before in the previous episodes, if these guys are factors, Rondo, Kyle Kuzma, Danny Green, KCP, who played great tonight, if those guys come in and they make a difference, most likely, he's going to lose. Even with the great performance of Jimmy Butler, even with you know Duncan Robinson finally showing up and hitting over twenty points in the in the finals. So it's going to be crazy to see what's going to happen in Game Five. And speaking about the Lakers, this is crazy. Kyle Kuzma, who I think has the ultimate green light. His green light is damn near close to Steph Curry's green light. Dude does not know how to pass the ball. He gets the ball, it's going up. Either he's going to go to the basket somehow or he's going to chuck it up. And sometimes it's good, but if he's off, it's bad. So how do you have an ultimate green light shooting like that? And while he was on the court for his 22 Sunday minutes, he was negative 17 with a plus minus on the court. Negative 17. That is pathetic. Like you shouldn't be playing 20 minutes in that case. You're hurting your team more in the long term of the game than you're actually doing great. 
even if he hit a couple shots here and there. That means he was bad on defense. He was bad on offense. And Danny Green, I don't know what to say to this guy. How are you shooting terrible in the playoffs, terrible in the finals, and in game five, you're 23% from the three-point land. So I'm not surprised he missed a shot. He couldn't even be consistent. And we talk about how LeBron put him in that situation. Even though to me it seems like a great play, you live and die with it, right? All the credit would have been of Green hits that shot. Oh, he saved LeBron James. That would have been the title. That would have been the headlines on the news. Green saved LeBron's legacy, which I think will be a bunch of beat. You know what? But I know what I know. What the outcome is going to be. And when Danny Green misses that shot, they're killing LeBron for not taking that shot. He went into the paint amongst four guys. How are you going to make that shot with four people? And there's guys standing there to take the charge. So you kicked it out to Danny Green. You have a lot of time on your hands. You know what? Wide open. Why not? Take the shot. And then you get the offensive rebound. Morris gets the offensive rebound. Danny Green's wide behind him. Wide open. And like I said, we'll get into that in, in a second. But he was wide open and he dishes the ball out of bounds. And the funny thing about this, what's even icing on the cake for the ones that don't like the Lakers and the ones that don't like LeBron James, they, they, they feed off of this. Anytime the Lakers lose, their excuse is, oh, it's the ref's fault. But the refs were helping the Lakers in the series, in a way. Frank Vogel going out there in the press conference, ripping the, the referees. But when they win, you know, they, you know it's a great win by the Lakers. They're, they're just a great team. They're the best team. But when they lose, they never give credit, especially in this series. They never give credit to the Heat, not once. Obviously, LeBron does in the press conference. He does not take this guy slightly. He thinks they're a good team. He knows Coach Spell's a good coach. And he praises all those guys. Obviously, he's not going to praise Jimmy Butler for the performance he had in game three. But overall, he's going to say these guys are good. But the Laker fan base, the aura of the Lakers fan base, is they feel like, oh, man, they got lucky. It's not by like, oh, yeah, you know what? They won a game. They play a hell of a game. They deserve it. Nope. They got lucky. And it's just shocking to me how they feel about that. So, we'll see what happens in game five. You know, there's a couple, I'm sorry, game six. There's a couple things I want to, you know, I, I want to speak upon. That put the Lakers in a bad position down the stretch. Even though they had a shot to win the title. LeBron James going down the court. Right? Trying to get a layup. Trying to be nice. Duncan Robinson beats him to the spot. They call a charge. LeBron goes haywire like he always does. Anytime they call against anything against LeBron James, he can never just accept it. 90% of the time, he's, you know, trying to convince the rest, which he does in most cases, who try to convince the ref to switch the call. So obviously the ref wasn't listening. He was like, no, that's a clear charge. Runs to Frank Vogel. And obviously you were a superstar. You're LeBron James. You're the face of the league, right? You can't say otherwise to him if he feels that confident that it was a Miss call. 
So Frank Vogel, oh, yeah, 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 challenge that, challenge that. And they did. And let me remind y'all, they only had one timeout left. So then they run to the challenge, you know, TV and run that replay back, and they say, you know what? No, call stands. It is a charge. They lost a timeout. Down the stretch in the last three minutes, Lakers were 0 for 7 from the three-point land. And when it came down to where Jimmy hit two free throws off that foul, and the Lakers had no timeouts to draw up a play. And that play led to, you know, them inbounding the ball after Jimmy Butler's free throws. And LeBron walking the ball up the court and, you know, it tries to create for Danny Green, like we spoke about a few minutes ago. Danny Green missing a shot. You know, Marquise Morris throwing the ball out of bounds. He up by one point, I believe. They inbound the ball to Hero foul. Boom, puts him in the free throw line. Hits two more free throws, obviously, from the foul because they're in the, in the penalty, in the bonus. And they're by three. And then LeBron takes a half-court miracle shot air ball. Air ball James. And let me just run this clip for you. I'm going to run this clip, how tired and how much Jimmy put into his tank. Jimmy plays every damn minute. Damn near every damn minute. So I tip my hat off to you. I mean, he's working hard. Did you see him after the game? Dude can barely walk. DJ, pause that beat for a second. Let's run this clip. throwing haymakers at each other. Butler drives, and he's fouled. And Butler right now is exhausted with 46.7 remaining. He's got two free throws to give the Heat the lead. He was exhausted. Exhausted. And he played hard. And like I said, I like Jimmy like that. Jimmy Buckets, man, that's how you play. He plays with grit. He don't care about the triple-double. He don't care about all the accolades. He cares about winning. And he tells you every single night at the press conference, win or lose, I don't care about if we win it. I don't care about the triple-double. I don't care about all that stuff. And I like that kind of attitude. And the duel between these two guys, between uh, 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 LeBron James and Jimmy Butler, is great. Fantastic. They both are playing great in the, in the NBA Finals. And if either team wins... You know who's going to be the MVP, LeBron James, or if it's going to be the Heat, it's going to be Jimmy Butler. But we know what's going to out, the outcome's going to be. I'm still banking that the Lakers are going to win the series. Thank God they won two games, like I initially said. And I really thought they only stuck with one game, but they won tonight. So I tip my hat to Jimmy Butler. And there's some guys out there that don't know basketball. That don't know basketball. And Paul Pierce, I'm going to speak about you specifically. Pre-game. On the ESPN panel, I'm not sure why you even have a job. Even though you play in the game, you are terrible. Speaking about any type of, you know, analysis or your analytics or you, whatever it would be about the game. And I think he has a lot. He has a grudge against Miami, particularly in, in D Wade. If you don't remember what happened with, with Paul Pierce when they asked him that question about D Wade, who had a better career? If y'all haven't seen that tape, man, go to YouTube, go to Twitter, run that tape back. He said I had a better career than D Wade. Chauncey Billups, Jalen Rose chuckled on the on, on the set. Like, are you kidding me? Guy won three times. Won three. He won three finals. MVP of one of the finals. 
in a way, the truth is better than the flash. Hear what he said about this. DJ, man, stop the beat for one more time. Check this out. Take the heart from Miami, I think, right away. I think they're going to take the heart in the first quarter, and it's going to be a blowout tonight. I don't know if they're going to. A blowout? What is this guy talking about? The game ended with the Heat winning by three points. It's crazy. But let's get to the last, let's get to the last part of uh, the show. And this is going to be about the, the last shot for the Lakers that caused them to lose the game. And we're going to run this audio and this video for you. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see the clip. If you're on the audio part, you'll just hear the sound bite from Mike Bream on uh, ABC or ESPN. We're going to pause the music one more time for you guys. James goes the other way, drives down the lane, back out to Green. Green for three. Off the mark, no good. Marquis Morris has it. Throws it inside and throws it out of bounds. Throws it out of bounds. And that's how it ends. So, Danny Green, you're lucky you in the bubble. Because if you was in L.A., the fans would have killed you. They would have slaughtered you somehow. They would have heckled you somehow once you leave the Staples Center. That is terrible. Even though it was a tough shot, you wide open. But yet again, you're shooting 23% from the game. Terrible shooting in the finals. Terrible shooting in the playoffs. You know, and the narrative could win either way. Either way. We know damn near if he misses that. Oh, my God. The pitchforks at the front gate. But you know what? We'll see what happens, you know, game six. Sunday. I can't wait. I love the NBA Finals. As a fan, you know, obviously I'm a Warriors fan, but as a fan, I'm fanatic. I love the game. And I enjoy it for entertainment. For other things. I love basketball, period. So we'll see what happens in game six. It's going to be a crazy weekend. And we'll get back to you guys on Sunday. Either way, if they win, Lakers, I'll be here talking about their celebration and what they have done. If they lose, we go to game seven. Either way, I'll be back here on Sunday. And we'll see what happens. Until then, I appreciate y'all watching, listening on any of those platforms on YouTube, IGTV, SoundCloud, Spotify. I appreciate the support and the love. And we'll be back Sunday. Until then, y'all be safe. Have a good weekend, and I'll see y'all soon. Y'all be safe, man. One love. Peace.